I feel like it's just post holidays. Like, don't you feel like, I feel like we're wherever you are, like, it's almost like, even if like the holidays aren't like typically like fun or they don't live up to your expectations, it's still just like the anticipation leading up to it and like the magic and whatever you do, it's still kind of nice to know that like everyone's taking a break and you're having fun. Social media is dangerous. I was talking with one of my friends because there's all those like inspirational, you know, like reels where like girls are like, yeah, this is your year. And like, everyone's doing that now. It's almost like if you're not like actively doing something to let you're just kind of like, shit, I'm falling behind. Like, I feel like I'm falling behind right now. And I have like, you know what I mean? Like, what am I falling behind in? <laughs> just with what you should be like achieving, like right now yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Just like, kind of like maybe feeling like uninspired. Like it's yeah. just like, if not constantly feeling inspired you're just kind of like you know down on yourself like I'm like why am I down on myself you're listening to breaking the ice a podcast and community created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players but since has turned into so much more stories shared by women around the globe who come together for a sense of connection and community you may be in the sports industry a hockey parent an athlete or a person who just enjoys podcasts. But I can promise you, you'll be inspired by these women every single day while we evolve through the tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey. And guess what? So much more. For women, by women, but especially for a hockey community. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Good morning. Another Wednesday is here. I am just sitting here drinking my new obsession, a banana peanut butter cinnamon smoothie. I'm literally obsessed with it right now. I've been making them every day. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I get obsessed with certain foods or drinks and then I won't have them for a year. And then I like, I'll have one and then I get re-obsessed with it again. So that's what I'm doing. And I gave my dogs some peanut butter because usually if I whip out the peanut butter, I'll give them like a little spoonful or something. And now I kind of shot myself in the foot because I knew I was recording this intro and now they're incessantly licking, which is like the most cringe, annoying thing when you have a dog is to just like hear them licking nonstop. It drives me crazy. So if you hear that, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll try to limit their licking while I'm doing my intro. All right, on the Sunday community check-in a few days ago, actually several of you asked about buying a house, what you do for renting during the hockey season, and I kid you not, I just rambled on for 20 minutes for an intro for this episode and then deleted it because I was like, okay, this is like a really long intro. (laughs) I feel like at this rate, this should just be its own episode. Um, and I actually have a person in mind that I want to do this with. So I'm going to reach out to her and see if she'd be open to coming on and having a whole conversation with me so that you guys can ask your questions. Um, and we can talk about in depth what we would do, um, and just kind of go going over the options, the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, and all of that good stuff. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully she'll come on and have a conversation with me. I think she will. I feel like we're kind of in the home stretch now, like the last couple months of the season. I'm kind of anxious to know like when we're going to go home, even though I have zero control over it. I'm just, you know, curious. I like to plan my life. Today on the podcast, I just really wanted to have like a super chill episode. So I asked my good friend Brittany to come on the pod and just catch up with me. We've been, we both, we both were sick. We hadn't talked in a while and 
besides like texting back and forth a few times here and there. And I was like, I miss you. I want you to come on the podcast so we can just like catch up and hear what's going on with each other's lives. So it was really fun to have her back on. And I know you guys love having her on the podcast. If you are kind of newer here listening to the podcast, um, I asked Brittany to be my temporary co-host back in October for, I think it was like five or six episodes. So if you did not get a chance to listen to those, go back and listen. It was so fun just having her on and hearing her perspective on all of the things. But this just this episode is just like a chill, fun episode. You'll feel like you're just sitting with us having a conversation. And also I wanted to say that I am now taking submissions for guests that want to come on the podcast. So you can go to my website, breakingtheicepod.com and fill out a submission form. If you have done this already, please don't fill out another one. I have it all on file. And just to give you guys like a little background of the way I guess my system works is I have a Excel sheet and I have the topics I want to have on weekly. And then I find guests to match those topics. So Part of the guests I find are from me doing my research and me, you know, really resonating and connecting with people that I follow. Um, And it also comes from people filling out submissions. So if you have filled one out and I have not reached out and it's been months and months, that does not mean I'm not going to have you on. Um, Again, it's just kind of a strategic, you know, business plan essentially is like I want to give you guys a variety of topics and, you know, we're all living the same lifestyle and some of us have similar topics or things we want to talk about. So I want to just kind of space them out. So if I would like to schedule with you, I will be in touch for sure. But if you feel like you want to share your story or you want to come on the podcast, fill out that submission so I can look it over. Um, I save all of them. Right now I have over 30. So I always go back and look when I'm scheduling out my new guests and I circle back with people. So anyways, step out of your comfort zone, fill out that submission. And that is enough chit-chatting for me. Enjoy this episode with me and Britt today. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Your face. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. Hi. Do you get like excited when you see that my Zoom meeting says Brittany Wedgwood still? Because I feel like when I got married, I was like, every time I saw my new last name, I know you haven't switched yours yet, but it was just like a little like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, I think I told you technically it's switched, but just on my socials, it's still English. Oh, is it? So like legally you changed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went actually while I was home right before I went to Tampa, I remembered I did it just because like I was home for three months. So I was like, why not? So I waited in like, I think in, um, the States it's like secretary of state. I don't know if it's like different in Michigan, it's secretary of state in in Ontario, it's service Ontario. So it's like the same line that people do like driver's license, everything. in. I remember the line because it was still like peak COVID I don't know why that matters, but just with everything, the line was like out the building around the corner. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like the last thing you want to do is stand in a line. (laughs) Yeah. Like I actually like my last name. So maybe I'll just skip it. (laughs) I know. I like your last name too. Okay. That, that juice looks so good. I'm just having. (laughs) Yeah. Look at us. Hey, we're both taking care of our health. Red wine is antioxidants. This wine is actually super gross. Like someone, Um, cause yeah, we had like 
we had like some people over for Christmas or just like a holiday party and people left a bunch of wine over. So I'm just like, almost like getting through like the couple extra bottles that were left. And like, this is disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, this is not bringing that. Come on. Probably one of the guys that like is single that came (laughs) I'm assuming because I feel like guys do not know how to pick out wine. They just like, whenever I'm like, can you get me wine from the store? Charlie just like grab something off the shelf. He's like, this uh, is a white bottle. This yeah, perfect, right? Scott actually got me into red, so like he's he's oh. good with the with the red. I feel like wine for guys is kind of an acquired taste, though. Like I feel like most guys drink beer, but I yeah. feel like it is classy though if a guy likes a good wine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like coming out of like school. I'm like, oh, Moscato, and then like, oh, now I yeah. can't. I can't. Like it's no. so sugary. I used to drink that all the time and now it's like no, not a chance in hell. Like you drink Jacob's Creek. What is it? Jacob's Creek. I don't know if maybe it's a Canadian one, but it was like, I remember trying it and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And now like, just to look, it's almost like vodka, you know, like just any drink that you like frequented at school. You're just like, no, <laughs> that was like Burnett's for me. It's like a plastic bottle of vodka and I swear like my friends and I used to crush like one of them in a weekend like it's disgusting like we would go through like peach burnettes and now just like the thought of like peach vodka just brings me back to really not so fun nights I mean they were fun nights but they were like I don't want to think about them ever again (laughs) I know I know I don't know about you but my Instagram is like flooded with like Britney Spears stuff right now And I haven't even had this like conversation with anyone. I'm like floored at all this stuff that's happening. Okay. Did you see all the like Jamie Lynn Spears drama? I haven't seen it. I've seen like clips and I was just thinking to myself last night, like it's so strange because if I were in that situation, like I feel like I, and I honestly haven't watched anything. All I've seen is her crying making excuses and all this other stuff but I feel like I and I don't know maybe there's private stuff going on but like it's almost like she's so hardcore on the defensive and there's just like excuses and tears and she keeps going on like all these different meth like talk shows and methods to like get her message out there and in my head I'm just kind of like why are like you got to be trying harder to connect with your sister. Maybe she wants nothing to do with you, but I think I would honestly be like more, not even on Jamie Lynn's side, but just a little bit more like, okay, maybe if she were just quiet about it, like it's just to me, I'm like, holy shit, this is blowing up. So that's my outside. I have not heard anything that she said. All I've seen are like the tears. (laughs) Thank gosh. Like, okay, well, you'll have to like catch up on it after. Like, I don't know a lot either. And I was just interested to see like what you thought about it. So she, I guess she was on call her daddy. I don't listen to that podcast, but I saw that she was on it. So I want to listen to it. But did you watch the Britney Spears documentary framing Britney Spears? Um, it's like, I think it's called Britney versus Spears. No, I haven't seen that one. I oh my gosh. Framing Britney Spears. Okay. Watch it. I think it's on Hulu. It was actually really sad. Like at the end, she, it's like her voice reading a letter that she wrote to the judge about like just how like her life has been so ruined. It's really sad. So I heard her perspective and now I'm like really curious to read about 
Jamie Lynn. I just think the whole thing is crazy. And then if you go to Brittany's Instagram page, I'm like, what? Like, she does not look well. Like, I understand, no. like, everything she's been going through. Like, obviously, like, we cannot speak to, like, as to what our mental state would be like. But, like, what? Have you read her posts? Like, they're, they're, I've, I've seen the posts. I've really, like, like I said, I need to actually look into it. But I was thinking to myself how it's it's really sad that like the world just can have a first class ticket to watch the stuff going down like it's very sad because this really needs to be like private. I don't even know <laughs> private I was gonna say like dealt with as a family she doesn't even have to deal with it but just like it's it's very sad that like we can just literally look at it like after this conversation I can go and like see what's going like it's just and I think no. I've avoided it because it's very sad well, we don't have to put it in the podcast then. I was just curious <laughs> what your point was because I'm like still trying to connect the dots as to like everything. I don't, I'm no expert. I feel like we need to ask Sarah Gretzky because I feel like she, she must know some, something. Of it. Yeah. Your house looks very nice behind you. That nice little bar, just a casual little setup. So it's actually, um, a, it's, it's actually kind of like along the themes of the podcast, we are um, renting from another hockey player. That's so, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was <laughs> a whirlwind, a whirlwind um, as you know, how these things go. So we, um, I got to Arizona in like mid-December and then like, I think it was like, it was right after my dad left. So maybe like a week later, Scott was like, yeah, they just called me and told me I have my housing letter. So that's obviously like really nice because, you know, I, he, he was playing well. So obviously I was kind of not doubting it, but at the same time, I was like, we could be in this like team unit for a while. Um, he was really upset because the unit had horrible Wi-Fi. So for his video game, <laughs> oh my gosh, first world problems. <laughs> yeah. I kid you not, like he made this unit sound so shitty <laughs> before I came down. Like I was expecting like really bad. And I got there and I was like, this is actually like a really nice modern two-bedroom unit. Like it's uh it was in um one of the hotel buildings. So there's like one of the places that the coyotes use. We lived there in 2017. Um, we actually rented our own place there, but like they have team units in this building. There's like three massive buildings and one of them is like a vacation only unit so because uh with covid there's so much movement with guys going up and down all of their team units were taken so they put us in kind of like one of the hotel units so it was like pretty much like hotel wi-fi like you're all just on the same network yeah Um, so anyways so that's what he was complaining about but i got there and i was like this is totally livable yeah Um, I feel like it's normally the other way around where like the girls, like the one that's yeah. like, this is not acceptable. And the guy's like, it's fine. We can make it work. <laughs> like so you just totally base this off the Wi-Fi. But anyway, so then it's also high season here in Arizona because the winter is gorgeous. So, and you've got all like the snowbirds coming down. So we, I was like instantly, as soon as we got that housing letter on my laptop, looking for places and every place was like, 
so expensive if they even had, uh, you know, availability at all. Um, and they were all like, not ready in time. We had 10 days from the day that we found out because they're like, we're moving the other goalie into your unit because a new medical trainer needs to move into his unit. And so I'm like, Oh my God, we literally have 10 days before. Like they like, I was like, we're homeless, but like, they just put us in a hotel, but still, I was like, that's so unnecessary. With your dogs and stuff. Yeah, like that's yeah and that's then, not gonna work no and all of the places we were looking at it was like double dog fees now too which would suck short-term fees we don't have furniture here so fortunately um scott played with um so his name's tage thompson and he's on buffalo right now um but they played together when scott was with that organization in rochester and then his brother his younger brother, Tice was in Jersey with Scott. So when we were traded here, Tice was like, yeah, like my brother actually has a place there. You should message him. I don't know if anybody's in there. So Scott messaged him and he was like, yeah, actually we've had it up on like Airbnb for a few weeks, but like, if you just want like a flat rate every month. So it's more than we wanted to spend, but when we calculated all the, like the short-term fees and what we need to do to get stuff, it was similar anyway. And now that we live, like we're in here, I'm like, I would pay freaking twice what we're paying just for this, like stability. And do I have a pool? Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't complain. Um, it's not heated. So it's, <laughs> oh my God, Brittany, it's not heated. No, but- <laughs> It's nice to look at. Scott's, I know Scott's jumped in it twice, but it's literally like polar bear dip. Like, oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. Like when I worked at a camp, we would start in like May and like when the lake's still kind of like some days, it would still be like a little bit like not frozen, but you get like the, you know, little bit of ice on the top. And we, and I swear to God, like it's, I've like put my toes in and I'm like, but it's also just kind of crappy because the sun's so low here this time of year. So it just, it doesn't get over the house. So it's just kind of in a, crappy area but like oh my god it's it's nice to look at I feel like looking at pools or just like looking at body bodies of water it always just like relaxes me and grounds me I don't know there's just something about it yeah it's calming and oh my god the house is just like gorgeous so um and it's it's nice because here we get what we won't have in Michigan for a bit because here it's like a finished house yeah Um, so like I look around and everything's like whereas in Michigan it's just like old you know bits and pieces of our furniture so we actually kind of have this hypothesis that this actually when I put in our address um there was a sign in front and I think this was like the model home for this subdivision because um we were even saying I wonder if they got it for a little bit cheaper and I have no idea (laughs) um I wonder if they got it for a little bit cheaper just you know how like the model home sometimes it's like move in ready because like we're looking around and there's just like certain things where I'm like they definitely you know either got it professionally staged but it definitely was like one of the first because there was like the sign on the lawn that had like what the house is oh, when I um, on google maps or whatever so yeah yeah but it's it's gorgeous so yeah. are you just like so happy to finally be there and be done with the long distance yeah I know like people keep asking me they're like oh so like when you headed back I'm like Oh no, like I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going I'm not- anywhere. All right. <laughs> I'm staying put and I'm never leaving. Yeah. There's another like girlfriend from, um, she's from Windsor, which is like right in inside. Like, so like Michigan's on this side of the border and Windsor's right on the other side. So, uh, Canada and she, like, I guess she started dating this guy a few years ago on the team and 
one of the girls was telling me they're like yeah she like came out here and she just like never went home and I was like yeah I wouldn't either (laughs) it gets so hot though in the summertime though I don't know if I could deal like I get like it gets really hot in Idaho it gets gosh last summer was pretty miserable because it was over 100 I think it was miserable like everywhere I remember just talking to people on social Canada was super hot like just I mean like in the hundreds I don't know what that is in Celsius but in Scottsdale, it gets to be like 115 in the summer, which is oh, just yeah. like unbearable. Like you cannot sit outside in that weather. You have to be wearing like a bathing suit at all times. Totally. <laughs> my mom, my mom actually. So when we were here last time in Arizona, he got traded right at the end of the season. And I forget what like the ultimatum was, but like we had already signed the lease for our apartment. So like it, they, they offered to like pay for like one of two things, but they just said, okay, well, like until your lease is up, which was July, um, they were like, you can, or maybe it was even August. I don't know if we could get that short of a lease, but anyways, so they were just paying. So we just had an empty apartment sitting there when he was like traded or I wasn't like fully living with him at this point. Um, and I was actually still working. So I was back in Canada, which like, should have just quit and like enjoyed my time in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, my mom actually went, she just took a vacation because she's a teacher. So in July, she's like, I kind of just want like to switch things up. So she took a vacation at our place in July. And she actually said, she's like, as long as you like are under an umbrella or you're in the pool, <laughs> but around. she's like, she's like, you can't just like take the dogs for a walk. Oh like, no. That's not- And it's like, it's so hard in the summer. Like even in Idaho, I'm like, we got to get up. We got to get outside. We got to take the dogs for a walk. Like the dogs literally cannot be outside. Like even in our backyard, because if you like, I think they say like, if you were to put your hand or your foot on pavement and if it's like burning after five seconds, like you cannot take your dogs for a walk. So like you have to get them out like first thing in the morning. Cause like if it's hurting your hands, just putting on it, it's like, they're, they're like paw pads are so thin. So, but yeah, it's, it's like, gosh, I mean, again, first world problems. It's like, I complain if it's cold, if it's too cold and then I complain if it's too hot. I'm like, I'm such like a, I'm such a Californian. Yeah. (laughs) It's all I know. It's all I know. I know. Well, like literally I was like this morning, like thinking to myself, it's incredible because like, I'll go outside for my workout. And if I'm like in the sun, I can get a little bit of an extra like sweat, but like in the shade, it's still really cool this time of year. So like, I'll just step into the shade and I'm like, this is like insane that it's just so moderate. So yeah, I I love this time of year here. So we're, uh, I'm taking advantage of it anyway. Scott's gone for eight days. So (laughs) that's got to be so nice for people that don't have that weather normally. I feel like, cause I don't know, like I'm, I'm used to perfect weather, but so then it's like, you take me and I like transplant into like these cold places and I'm like, it's freezing, but it's like not that cold. But I feel like when you take people that are like grew up in really cold climates and then you like put them in it, it's like, like put them in these nice places. It's like heaven. Totally. Totally. Like every day I, I have to tell, like, it's, it's like that conscious thought. Cause you do, you get so um, acclimated and you just kind of like take stuff for granted. But I do all like think to myself and I'm like, okay, I just need to, and it, it helps me. Like it, it encourages me to read too. Like I loved like taking my book outside and reading even just for an hour. Um, but yeah, I'm trying since it's the year of the wedding, I'm like trying to like build my tan gradually. So I'm, but it's, <laughs> 
pop i was saying to one of my we were, i was texting one of my bridesmaids i was like yeah i'm gonna be so tan within like a few weeks of living here i haven't like again it's tough with the sun because you only get it for like a few hours and like the one spot that i've like moved the lounge chairs to so i'll do like you know i'll try and do like an hour a day but it's not really i'm like there's got to be one day where you kind of have to like just get burn that yourself yeah, burn yourself <laughs> But like, I also like care so much about my skin, but I'm just kind of getting like, pink. I'm at that stage where I'm just kind of like a little bit pink right now. <laughs> I feel like you have to get like a good base and then you need to find a place that does airbrush. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that's what I did for my wedding. And like, people are so scared to get spray tans when I'm like, legit, these people used your it's one-on-one like they have like a gun and they're like literally doing it perfectly yeah and usually they'll do like a trial run for you too like the girl that did my wedding like she's like okay like you need to come in before I do the trial runs for free so like I just want to make sure it's like the the color you want like we're not we're not like testing our luck like the day before your wedding like we need to like we need to like perfect this tan (laughs) a couple weeks before and so that was nice I mean I like, I feel like everyone looks better when they're tan too. Like you look tone, you look more toned and you just look like better. Like everyone, like I look at myself when I'm pale. I'm like, damn, I need a, I need something. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I, so Scott, um, we, I'm doing, I kind of like convinced him. I found this photo I don't know, a year and a half ago. And it's of this suit and it's like a beige linen, like a beigey white linen. And I'm doing black for my bridesmaids. He's doing black for his groomsmen, like very simple. So I said like, why don't you do this like white ish? So I was like, we'll pop like, and I just have this vision, (laughs) but I guarantee you he is going to need a spray (laughs) because he is ghostly like on a good so I'm like Scott you either need to like actually start sitting in the sun or you're gonna need to get a spray tan but we were dying because all we can think about is like that scene from friends when Ross goes into the thing <laughs> and he's like one an miss and they're like he's like how do you count there's like one two three he's like damn it <laughs> that's like literally one of the best episodes ever that is so funny. There is no shame in guys getting spray tans. I no, think it's fine. Not. Yeah. You gotta do too. what you gotta do. It's like you yeah. have these pictures forever. You don't want to look back on them and be like, like girls, like guys don't do makeup. Guys don't get their hair done. Like oh. guys literally oh. just show up. Like if you, if the spray tan is the one thing you do, I know these pictures know. last forever. So yeah. you want to, you want to feel good. Cannot be in this suit if he is pale because it will just drown him out. <laughs> yeah. Is it white or is it like, I'm picturing like a tan, but it's white. No. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, I'll send you the, the exact photo, but yeah, it's like a, it's see this chair behind me. Yeah. It's almost like kind of okay. like a, like a, that'll look a really, that'll it's look like, like yeah. sick. I feel like that everyone's black and then you guys are white. I feel like it's, awesome. it's very, it's like, yeah, I don't know, even like a taupey white, like it's yeah. not, I'll send you the photo. Cause I feel like whenever I think of guys in a white suit, I think of like those tacky prom ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Brittany, no, you are not a tacky person. I feel like you are the <laughs> last person I would think that would like go for something tacky. I feel like even just like your engagement pictures or like the pictures you guys have done together, are, like the most like majestic beauty, like your hair is like blowing in the wind. I'm like, how does she do it every time? How do I do? 
Your wedding will come be flawless. Here. No, it's never been as long, but it's fine. Yeah. I'll just, well, just wait till you start having kids because your hair is going to start looking like this. Cause this is postpartum hair loss. Legit. This has all fallen out. People that are listening, I'm showing her how, how insane is that? This is my hair. We have, we have a, another friend, um, at the, her husband used to play in Jersey with Scott. They're retired now. And I forget what the name of it is called but she has, she was telling me about it when we visited them in the summer, she has like the most painful pregnancies. Like, you know, it's just like pain throughout the entire thing. And it's like unbearable. So she was talking to us about that when we visited them in the summer and then over Christmas, they FaceTimed us. She's pregnant again. And I remember this summer she was saying, yeah, I'm like really scared to be, so this will be their second. So she's like, I'm really scared to be pregnant again. Cause it was like the whole time. So like, we've been texting back and forth and like, she's just in pain the entire time. And I'm like, all of my friends lately are really making, like, I'm like, how much is a surrogate? Because no, uh, there's two, there's like, there's a side for everything. Like, see, like, I feel, I loved being pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. There's like I a beautiful feel- side to it too. It's like, if you, if you can get pregnant like, and you want to be pregnant. Like that's, that's what I tell myself. I'm like, there's something beautiful about it too. So, but I do think it's like easy for me to be like, no, because like, I didn't feel super sick. So I'm sure like, if you did feel super sick, it's like, no, like this is literally torture. But like, for me, I don't know. I hate when people get like scared to be pregnant because of other people saying how awful it was because like, you literally don't know. And I feel like normally, what'd you say? Like, you don't know how you're actually going to be like, you're yeah, you really different. I mean, like I, f- I felt like nauseous for sure at the beginning, but then I was like, fi- like once I hit 13 weeks, I like tried to enjoy it. And then at the end, obviously you're like, get out, yeah. <laughs> just you're done. <laughs> you gotta go now. Uh, I could but- be getting pregnant this year. Like I said, <sighs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. I can't wait. I hope I'm like the type where it's just like I turn to the side and you're like ah she's pregnant but from the front you're like okay she still looks good I know I was actually pleasantly surprised at myself because I felt like I mean towards the end is when I started like getting bigger but like I thought I was gonna just be like a massive pregnant person but I actually have a super long torso and I remember like my first couple appointments like the lady was like oh you're gonna carry this baby super well because like you have a really long torso and I'm like Oh, like darn, like, I kind of want to like look pregnant. Like I don't want to like look not pregnant, but it was kind of nice because I think when people have shorter torsos, it is a lot more uncomfortable because there's a lot less space. And so they just like keep growing out. So it was nice because I was like, Oh, like I thought I was going to be like, right. But there's nothing wrong with that. I was just surprised. Like, it's like, you literally don't know like what it's going to be. I feel like you're tall. Aren't you? Like how tall are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm five, six. Okay. Yeah. I have actually pretty, I, this is like a funny little side story, but, um, my mom, um, she got a Peloton for them at home and you're supposed to set it up like at your hip height, like the seat of the Peloton. So I went home and I like did a ride. It was just a short one, but I was like, God, that didn't feel good. And I didn't touch the seat at all. Cause I didn't want it. My mom, she says she's, they've had it since October of like 2020 and she has not ridden this bike yet she comes up with every excuse in the book not to ride this she's bike. like I'm busy today <laughs> and tomorrow 
yeah and the next day so anyway so this like January she's like yeah it's your wedding year like there's no more excuses so I'm like okay we'll see um I actually do know that there's been some she's there's been some effort on her part because randomly another Peloton profile was created even though we already created one for her so she's trying something she's made a profile that's a start (laughs) profile but anyways so my brother wrote it and I didn't want to adjust his settings. And I, so then I put the seat up to my um, hip height and I wrote it and I like brought him out and I was like, Adam, like, did you know that you're supposed to set it up? Like, I'm like, you've been riding it at mine. That definitely won't be comfortable for you. And he's like, no, that's where my hip height is. And I was like, what? And he's like a giraffe. He's like six, one, but he's like, I shouldn't say he's skinny. He's like, you know, he's been working on himself, but like naturally he's like got my grandpa's jeans, which like, thanks. I didn't get those, but he's like, Oh, stop. (laughs) Like I've got definitely more of my dad's like I've got some curves, but anyways, so I'm like, there's no way our hips are the same height. So we actually found out he, I swear to God, he's got a long neck and a long torso, but our legs are the same height. And I was like, your legs are like so skinny though. Like I was like, so, so your, your legs are short or well, I feel like my legs, my legs are longer. Oh, my your legs, legs are longer so, and torso is actually smaller. I feel like I've been in like a, I, I mean, I've t- kind of shared not that much on social media, but just that I'm like in a lull. Do you feel that? Like, I feel like it happens every January yes. and I'm like, dude, it's just like, nothing's happening, but I just like feel just down and like blah and just, I feel that I was just talking with my dad about that. And I feel even like obviously worse because at least the weather's nice here. But I was just saying like, if, if I can feel that way, you know, here in, you know, this house with like the pool and the weather, like, I'm like, it's just, I feel like it's almost just like something that we have to expect in January and just kind of know that, the rest, it, the year gets more fun as it goes on. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, why gotta, like, is that? Do you think like, why does that happen? Because everyone's my, literally like when I put that poll up, like 400 people, like no joke. We're like, yes, I'm in a funk right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just post holidays. Like, don't you feel like, I feel like we're wherever you are, like, it's almost like even if like the holidays aren't like typically like fun or they don't live up to your expectations, it's still just like the anticipation leading up to it and like the magic and whatever you do, it's still kind of nice to know that like everyone's taking a break and you're having fun. I also feel like social media is dangerous. I was talking with one of my friends because I go on social media now. I've spent so much more time on Candy Crush because I'm trying to, I open my phone. I'm like, no, 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 like do anything but go on Instagram because like, there's all those like inspirational, you know, like reels where like girls are like, yeah, this is your year. And like, but I almost feel like, because like everyone's doing that now, it's almost like if you're not like actively doing something to let you're just kind of like, shit, I'm falling behind. Like, I feel like I'm falling behind right now. And I have like, you know what I mean? Like, what am I falling behind in? (laughs) Yeah. You mean like just with what you should be like achieving like right now kind of thing yeah just like kind of like maybe feeling like uninspired like it's just like not constantly feeling inspired you're just kind of like you know down on yourself like I'm like why am I down on myself that's me too I feel like even like with the pot like I've been like so quiet lately but it's just like I never want anything I do to which is why I like decided to not actually do a membership because I'm like I never want anything 
that I'm doing to feel so forced, like feeling like I have to like push content out. I'm like, I always want it to feel like organic, like in such a slump. And I'm like, I just feel so uninspired, but then I get in these, like, and I think it like, sometimes it's cycle related too. And I'm like, I'll be like in my, I don't even know the fate. Like I can never remember like the right order. I have to look at it, but it's like those phases where you're like energized and like, you're full of like ideas and you're ready to like hit the ground running. I'm like, so creative. And then it's like, I just like totally draw back. And I feel like I'm so like we got, my whole family got the stomach flu for like, I had it over Christmas. So like that, like back to what you're saying about Instagram, like I was throwing up over Christmas Eve, Christmas day for like two days after that. So I'm like on Instagram, seeing everyone's like cute holiday posts. And meanwhile, I'm just like sick as hell. So I felt like I'm, and then like my family was supposed to come out. So it's like, I, I felt like I didn't have a holiday. I miss my family. And now it's just, it just feels like the days feel so long, but then I'm like, how is it already January 19th? Like the season's almost over for us over in Europe. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm coming to Scottsdale. (laughs) So I'll be there next when I I get home, I'm coming to the sun. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, no. So, well, that's what we said. Like we had no idea, like it's a four bedroom house too. So I'm like, and they're all furnished because they wanted to use it on Airbnb. So I'm like, Craig, like whoever, whoever wants to come. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my dogs and my baby and husband will be there. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad that we address that. And like, I always try and like tell myself with Instagram too, like just how, I feel like no one's ever going to be satisfied, right? Like even the people that are pushing out like that beautiful content, like it's like, they're looking at someone else's page being like, oh my God, that's what I need to keep like, yeah, and post it. But yeah. So I don't know. I am coming off of like COVID. um, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. um, So I think that also sucked too, because like, it was like, um, you know, Christmas, then New Year's. And then like, I was kind of like ready. And then all of a sudden like that happened, I never got tested, but like, as I told you, it hit me so hard. So I don't know what else it could have been. And Scott was definitely positive. So yeah, that was kind of the only thing that made it better was Scott watched all the Twilight movies with me. (laughs) So that was fun. Um, (laughs) And even though like, it's like, oh my God, I said to her, I'm like, you like, they're so cheesy, but I'm like, you just have to appreciate it. Um, but yeah. And then right as I was feeling like 90% better, I got my period. <clears throat> so that just knocked me out for, you know, a few, I still, I still have it now, but then friggin', I don't, this is like a funny story. I don't care if you want to put it in the podcast, but <laughs> this is going to be like TMI for people. Um, nothing is TMI, nothing dog dog mom, like puppy mom. So, um, Bucky, he, I hate saying this word, but like when we had first moved into like the new place, um, he had like explosive diarrhea, not here, but in like the Toscan, like the, (laughs) our team unit, explosive diarrhea. And this, so he was keeping Scott and I up Fortunately, like, I think this was when a few of the games were being canceled for COVID or something. So like, fortunately, Scott didn't have a game because he was, he was having to take Bucky like out too, because obviously in a house you can just let them out, but we were still in the team unit. So we had, he had to like walk out. 
There is nothing worse than that. We've had to do that too. It is awful. When you have to take your dog on a leash and you know, they have diarrhea. It's hell. Yeah. And like, I said that to Scott too. I'm like, like it almost feels like being parents of a newborn. And obviously I don't know what that is, but I'm like, you're literally up multiple times throughout the night. Twice I woke, I just woke up to the smell of like shit. Like, <laughs> oh God. It's like, I just like woke up and like, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, so we're like cleaning the apartment. <laughs> hey, sorry, the story's not about you, Cap. You're fine. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, so yeah, that was happening for like, I think five days. And in the middle of it, he went to the bathroom one day and there was a tampon in his poo. Like it was, it had like, you know, stretched out. And I was like, I like messaged Scott and I was like, oh my God, he like went into, cause I saw that he was like interested in the garbage. Dogs love tampons and like pads. Yes. But then he had it again while we were here and then it kept going. And so then it happened here again. And it's actually, um, we kind of narrowed it down to this. The only thing that we changed diet wise my old dog, like when I was growing up and captain haven't had problems with them, but like, you know, like begging strips, they're like those like little pieces of bacon, like treats for dogs. Yeah. So we give them like the best, like three dog bakery. That's what we have like input, like in Michigan where we live. Um, and they're like, you know, kind of like bakery, like really fresh, but then we just wanted like a meat treat to give them. So I guess it did not, because that's the only thing that times out perfectly with this, but I guess in the middle of it, he decides to eat the tampon. So anyways, this happened again while we were here with the bag and strips. We didn't like put two and two together until it happened again. But just yesterday, I went out to the store for the first time, obviously post-COVID. So I just went and grabbed some groceries and I come back and I remember telling myself before I left, like put the bathroom garbage like up, like block it. And I didn't do that. And I come home and the garbage is just everywhere. And I had tried to take most of them when I could remember, like to the kitchen garbage that's like closed, but it's just like a little open. And there must've been about like, I was, I sorted through, there was no tampons left in the garbage. (laughs) Probably like three or four that like were in there and there was none. Like there was like still like, you know, (laughs) Oh no. Guy went through and ate. So anyways, I'm like watching him like a hawk because I'm like this, if this stays in his system, like they could just keep expanding. I'm like, I might need to take him to the and have him. Sorry, I'm not trying to laugh, but I'm just like, (laughs) it's like so gross. And like, so we don't even have a vet here yet. So I'm like ready to just like, you know, call the first vet I have and like maybe take him to the emergency room. But anyways, he's acting fine. He's still hungry. (sighs) He eats all of his food. So we go to bed and I like said to Scott, I'm like, if this guy decides to like, keep me up all night. Like I'm not going to be happy. So sleeps throughout the night. Then I go to the bathroom this morning, like wash my face and everything come out just a nice little pile of like throw up with all four in there. And I was like, and honestly, I was just really, oh, and it was on the bed too. So yeah, all the, I'm doing like 12 loads of laundry right now. Oh my God. And this is why people don't rent to people with dogs. Oh my God. It's ins- <laughs> but I mean, they've got multiple and we're like, who even knows like if they would actually like put out I'm, their actual sheets, but anyways, I'm totally kidding. Yeah. But <laughs> I know like, they're hypoallergenic. They're so well-behaved, but you can't, you can't predict this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh my God. That's so awful. Yeah. 
So Bucky is healthy, but yeah, I now the garbage is like up on the counter and I'm I like, mean, ca- don't come for me, people, but I flush my tampons down the toilet. Which like I don't like I feel like it doesn't. I feel like for the most part, but I feel like it's when you have like really old pipes, right? Like I feel like I don't know. I I my own place, yeah, probably like here, no, but yeah, like the the team apartment complex, like I don't give and do you think anybody <laughs> cares about it? No. Also, like the toilets in Europe are just like crazy. Like they, there's two buttons, there's two knobs, there's a big knob and a small yeah. knob, and the big ones for like if you go, you know, number, number two, two. and yeah. this, but like I use I sometimes use the big one just for everything because I'm like yeah. I just feel like it's more like forceful, but. Yeah, it's like that thing's gotta take it somewhere. It's not like I don't know. And I'm also like, I don't really care. Dog mom story. Um, hopefully it inspires people to be smarter and flush your tampons. (laughs) That's so so funny. But like, whatever. We're a small community. (laughs) Yeah. Me for me going on, I've not been sleeping at all. It's been awful. I'm like, what is wrong with me? It's like a full moon. Mercury is in retrograde right now. I'm just like, I think I'm like overtired. And like, usually I take magnesium at night, but I like stopped, which I didn't really realize I was doing. So I'm like, okay, I need to start taking that again. Cause it was, I thought helping me sleep, but I would get in bed at like 1030 and I would not fall asleep till 1 a.m. And I'm, and I'm so frustrated, right? Cause I like have to get up with my baby at like si- yeah. between six and seven in the morning, which right. is like five hours of sleep, which is for me. Like I'm, a, I'm, I value my sleep. Like I need like eight or nine hours. That's just like how I've always been. So I'm like, this is torture. Like, and then I was like running on like legit fumes. So I finally took like melatonin and magnesium and I passed out for a couple nights. So I was dealing with that. Not so fun. And then today I actually went to the doctor because I found like a, well, I didn't find it. It's been there for a while, but I have like, I have, I thought it was like a lump or like a cyst in my boob. And I kept like putting it off because I'm such a hypochondriac. Like I honestly always think something's wrong with me and it's, which is like, you can look at it as dramatic, but it's actually like a a debilitating, like problem for me. Like it's, it's yeah. So something that like I do, I get, or like lipomas. I don't know if I told you about this. I get like, do you know what that is? Like the fatty little lumps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have so many of them. I have like probably 20, which is crazy. And I've gotten them looked at by dermatologists, my primary like care doctors. And they're like, yeah, these are lipomas. They're genetic. Like if you have this many, it means that it's like somewhere in your family line. I've literally asked everyone, like no one has them. So it's like something that's like always stressed me out because I'm like, how do these people really know though? Like that it's nothing. How do they know? Right. Right. So I'm like, what if it is something? And like this whole time I'm like living with something and I have no idea. So finally I was like, you know what? I need to book an appointment. The healthcare here is free. And back if I were to get like an ultrasound on Uh my boob back home, it would probably be like a $500 bill. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go get it checked out. And I was like having anxiety about it. So I go in, um, got a surprise pap smear. So that was super fun. Those are always like not awkward at all. Like back home, they give you like a gown and like you lay there and like, they're, they're literally just like, okay, take your shirt off. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I like lay down on, 
I'm like laying flat and I'm like, he's like, okay, like, is it this? I'm like, yeah. So I like just pull down, like right above like my nipple. I don't know why I'm whispering that, but I'm like, I pull like my nursing bra down, like right here. So like, you couldn't see my nipple. And he's like, okay, I can't really like, he could tell I felt like so awkward. Right. He's like, I can't really like do the whole. And I'm like, so I just like pull the whole thing down. I'm just like painfully awkward, which I shouldn't be, but it's just like so uncomfortable. And I'm just like laying there with like my boob out. And I'm just like, please like, let this be done. And he's like going over he's like, no, like this all looks good. This is good. There's like a tiny cyst, but you can, you definitely can't even feel that it's so small. He's like, I think you just have really dense, like breast tissue. Right. Um, right. So, because like, I have like bigger boobs and so I do yeah. have like lumpy boobs. And so he's like, right. it's just like dense and whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God, what a relief. I'm like, can I you know. look at one more thing? Like, can you look at my hip? Cause I have a lipoma that's been growing. And he did it. And he was like, it's 3.20 centimeters, which is like kind of big. Um, but he's like, it's like benign. And I feel so much better. It's crazy because like in my head for like, I've had this honest and I'm like ashamed to admit this, but like, I've had these for like over a year and I haven't gone on because I'm so scared to get like bad news, which is the stupidest thing. Cause it's like, wouldn't you rather know earlier? Because why did I not do that? Like a year ago to like, to take all of this anxiety out of my head. Like it's ridiculous because I'm thinking the worst case scenario is what they're going to tell me. That's why I wasn't going in, but it's like, I actually need to, I haven't, I haven't ever gotten a mammogram before, but I need to go. Like I said to myself, this will be like the first year. I don't Um, think you need to though, till you're, unless you have like genetic, my mom's mom had cancer. So it's so sad. I'm not, I'm not like worried, but again, like I have bigger boobs too. So like the odd time, like I will. And I'm like, eh, I feel like it's fine, <laughs> but no, I need to. <laughs> you never think it's going to happen, but then it's like, you hear stories or you read things and you're like, what if I'm that like 0.01% of people that have like no genetic history and like yeah. no yeah. pre-existing conditions. And like, I'm that person, but it's like, gosh, I mean, you would definitely want to find out sooner than later. Totally. And I love my doctor back home, but this is actually just like a, like a hockey thing. Like I I'm on the NHL health plan. Like I know that I should probably just go here because that's what insurance is. And I don't really have, like, I was like, it's called like OHIP at home. And like, I I've lived in the States for so long now. I'm like, I don't even think I would like qualify. Like if they were to like, look up like my health stuff, I'm like, like I went back I think not this past summer, but the last summer, I think that was like my last pap, pap smear too. Um, so yeah, I might as well just go while I'm here. Cause I'm sure the team could just like set something up. So yeah, the pap smear is always like, <laughs> I feel like they never keep track. I mean, it's like, I'm bouncing around from doctor to doctor. So oh, like, I, I really don't even know. I but know. like over the summer, they're like, do you want to do a pap smear? Cause it looks like it's been a few years. I'm like, well, I mean, like I had a baby, so I'm assuming they like did it then, but I don't really know. I'm like, no, right. we'll just skip it. I'll just do it another right. time. But right. then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do one today because like, obviously I want to have another baby at some point, like in the yeah. n- not, I mean, nearest future. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not pregnant right now, guys. Don't worry. But it's like, <laughs> I, I want to make sure everything's like good down there, you know, so that like, I know I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. So I guess it's good to do, but the, those appointments are like never fun. So that's, what's been going on for me. 
That's we're just story. Real fun stuff. Yeah, just like sleeping like shit, like going to the doctor, <laughs> feeling sick. Oh, the January usual. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I need a vacation. I know that we could like do this because honestly, like it like I did three months by myself, but now this eight days, like it's such a nice way to like kick kick it off because I'm like, like it's just kind of not like boring because like, I do have a lot like wedding stuff. I need to like nip, nip it in the butt. Like I said to myself, I'm like, I have no excuses. Like need to get my ass into high gear because now I feel like because it's the same calendar year, all of the vendors that I've been like talking with and everyone, like, it's just like, they're swamped because people are like, Oh shit, I'm getting married this summer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So now like I, it was way on the ball, but like, there's still a few things that like, I need to like actually figure out. And then the other stuff's just kind of like cosmetic decor, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. It's going to like sneak up quick. I feel like you definitely have time. Like, so don't stress. So I remember like when I was planning my wedding, I'm like, Oh my God. Like I was like messaging the vendors are like, you literally have like eight months. Like you need to chill. I'm like, okay, sorry. (laughs) But like, also it does go by really fast. And I feel like you do not want to be last minute stressing about stuff and then not being able to relax. So I feel like you're right. Like it's good to just like chip away at it small increments at a time. So you're not overwhelmed like towards the end. And totally. I mean, we know, like I've been kind of just like telling myself to be chill throughout this whole thing. So I've been handling things well like my bridesmaids like a few of them are doing like you know they're like on these like weight loss journeys which it has nothing to do with my wedding they want to do it anyway but my wedding's kind of like a goal right and they're like oh like can we just like order our dresses and I'm like girls you can do whatever the hell you want with your dresses I was like just don't concern me with it I was like if you show up that day like I just don't want to be bothered with it. <laughs> I gave them the choices and there's like 12 you know ones that they can choose from and I'm like worst case scenario if you can't get it I'm doing black so just find a black dress you know what yeah. I mean like I can't. you probably wouldn't even notice no and the way things are going in Canada at this point with like COVID and stuff I'm like if people can even just like be at the wedding I'll be happy are you like worried about that at all I, I feel like like maybe at the like to my very core but like not like I'm like it's in July and the way that like the pandemic's been going I feel like summer is usually better yeah. for that kind of stuff so I just hope they don't do anything with like vaccine passports like making I said I would honestly be fine and I'm sure all my guests would too if just like getting a negative COVID test yeah like, if, but I'm like don't friggin' factor vaccines into this. Cause then there's people coming from the States too. And I'm like, will they, will they even be able to like come to Canada? Like yeah, we're past, like we still just want like tourists and stuff like that. But. Mm-hmm. That's like how it is here right now. It's so you have to have your booster within six months of getting the second one. And like, I haven't, I just haven't gotten it yet because mm-hmm. I actually got denied at, um, like two restaurants. And then like, I was at the mall and like trying to go into a store and they, they were like, no. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, and then I got like upset because I feel like I never, I've been following all the rules. I've been wearing the masks. I've been getting the vaccines. And so I've always been like, kind of in the mindset of, well, I'm doing everything and I have access to all of these things. So like, I guess it just doesn't really affect me, which is kind of maybe like a ignorant perspective. 
But then once I like just haven't gotten the third one yet and started getting denied places, I started being like, you know what? This is actually bullshit. It's not like I'm like, and then I think about the people that can't get it for, you know, various health reasons or whatever, or like they're genuinely terrified to get it or just don't. And I'm like, they literally can't do any of this stuff. It's, it's just crazy. It's insane. You feel like your freedoms. I'm like, I'm trying to return a freaking sweatshirt. Like you won't let me in the store. I'm vaccinated and have a mask on. Like I'm like, like, I I feel so bad. Like again, like you, like, I know obviously people in Europe, people back home in Canada, like I'm very content being in the States right now. Cause like I said, I feel like here it's just so it's like freedom above all else. So I'm like, this is like, well, Arizona, I, it's like very open here. So it's like interesting. Cause like the NHL has rules. So like, tell me like, just like anything, nothing makes sense, but like, we have to wear masks in the family room. Um, so that's like the small room where only us and like the families can be waiting for the guys, but like in the actual arena where there's all the fan, I mean, it's Arizona. So it's not like it's packed every night, but like <laughs> all the fans, it's, you don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, but it's, but it's because, it's because that's like state requirements, but NHL didn't specify. So I'm like, so we're wearing masks, like in the small area. So we're all not. hanging out together in the stadium, yeah. but then when it comes, it exactly. Like, that's what I don't like is the contradicting yeah. thing. Well, nothing makes sense. Like ever, like those CDC memes. I don't, oh, I was like, so funny. <laughs> so funny. I like, I wish I was like witty enough to like think of them on my own. I should come yeah. up with like hockey related ones, yeah. like and put, put it on my profile. Oh my God, but we should do that stuff that the CDC to do. The CDC says to something about not airing your hockey equipment out in the garage. Says to listen to Breaking the Ice Pod. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the last it one. Says hide your tampons from your puppies. Yeah, here, yeah, like the games, same. You have to have the booster shot. So three vaccines and a negative PCR test. To go to a game? Yes. So let me tell you something. I haven't gone to games. No. Because I'm like, you know what? No. Like, do I want to support my husband 100%? Would I like to go to the games 100%? But I'm also like, am I going to do this because I'm being forced to do this? Because what if I go to the game and I get a PCR test? (laughs) He's so big now. He's like literally just like, okay, let's go. (laughs) He's like a dog. He's not a boy anymore. He's a man. But like, I'm always worried, like, okay, say I'm like asymptomatic and I would have no clue that I had COVID. And then I like, I'm trying to go to my husband's hockey game and like get a test. And I'm like, pause. And then after quarantine, I'm like, I don't want to take that. That's true. I didn't think about that. I know. Well, I saw that after the all-star break here, they're not going to test asymptomatic players anymore. Cause I think they're just like, if we keep doing this, we're never going to have a season. At what point does it stop? Like, What do you expect? This is a, this is a sport. It's a team. Like it's going to happen. This is going to be the flu. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's like that Olympic break where now that hockey isn't like participating, I feel like they're going to try and make up those rescheduled games. But like, Oh, I was hoping for a holiday, but at the same time, I don't even know now I'm like, where would, where would we go? Like, this is pretty much a holiday. San Diego. Yeah. Or Mexico. Yeah. I just don't know. And then, but then it's like, what do we do with the dogs? I need to like be better. Like, I know like we could take them to like, you know, 
but I'm just there, obviously my life. So I'm like, but before my bachelorette, actually two of my friends that are in Canada that have been cooped up for a while, they've been like just working and saving money. So they like messaged me. They're my two roommates from school. And they were like, yeah, do you want to go to like LA? And then we can like, um, like explore LA for a few days and then fly back to Phoenix. And I was like, sure, if you guys want to. So that sounds fun. Yeah. That'll be really fun. And then I was just, I just saw the day out of the corner of my eye and four months we'll be together right now. Oh, you're right. Cause is it the 18th? They, well, it's the 19th right now. But like, but it's, yeah. Yeah. Four months. So we get a, I want to, I know I want to but I have no idea where I I'm sure we'll be probably freshly back in Michigan, but I was like, I don't know. We could still be here. So it's, it's like very, if, if we're still with Arizona at that point, the season will be done, but that's true. we might. Yeah. So we, I, so I don't know. <laughs> When's the, like when I can't even remember, I feel like it's been ages since I we've played in North America. Does it normally go till April if you don't make playoffs normally it's like like I remember like it's usually around my birthday which is April 10th that the season's like if you don't make playoffs that it's done but I think this year because they're because of the Olympic break um it's like at like their last game was supposed to be April 29th but now they're saying they they might have a few games after that so that's why I'm like I have no idea okay like I feel like we've both been busy and sick and yeah, we have all over the map and haven't been able to talk. So I was thinking of you and was like, I want to just like catch up and have you on. And I feel like the time always goes by way too fast though. Hey, keep, keep the people updated, keep the people, give the people what they want. Brittany. 